It's your job. Do your job. Know it. Do it. Know it. Do it. Love it. Live it. Something like that. In That's the movie, a great Fast Times History. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Learn it. Love it. Live it. Is that what he says with the no shirt? Sure. I don't. The only thing, when you say Fast Times at Ridgemont High, BBK. BBK. And, and then my bummer. mind goes blank. So. Moving in stereo. This is We Get It with Polly Sebelia and Brent Axe. How you doing there, Polly? You look a little tired today. I got zero sleep last night, my friend Brent Axe, because of thunder and lightning. So you were your dog's thunder buddy, is what you're telling me. My Yeah, the thunder didn't wake me up. My dog decided that she was terrified of it. It sat on my chest and shook all night. She shook you all night long? Yes, she did. And I wanted to be so mad at her. Like, I wanted to scream, but, but I can't. couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Because it's a dog. I was like, what are you going to do? I did a couple of times go, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Just go to bed. You won't even know this is happening. I'm lucky with that. My dog could care less. We live near a golf course that every Wednesday night they do fireworks, and often for weddings, do fireworks. Mm-hmm. And the first couple of times scared the shit out of her. Now she's like, ah, yeah, whatever. So I think that trained her for the the thunderstorms. My two previous cats, when there was a thunderstorm, I wouldn't see one of my cats for days. Now the two cats I have now. They're nuts. Like, they go to the window and want to see what's going on out there. So, I don't have any issues with this. Now, that being said, at any random time of the night, one of my cats, who I'm convinced has a screw loose, will just start randomly, like, running around the house, finding the noisiest thing. You know what he does, actually? He goes in the shower, and he gets that little shower drain to keep the hair out of the thing, Mm -hmm. and he'll play with that. It's like metal, so it makes noise all over the house. I used to have a cat that would grab the grocery bags and lick the insides of the grocery bag <laughs> all night long, and it was just—it's like us when we get like McDonald's and you're yeah. reaching for those last fries in there. <laughs> so I'm sorry you didn't get any sleep, but you're 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 such a good dog, Dad. You post videos and photos. Oh, I spoil the shit out of that. You're dog. so Instagram friendly. How many toys? There's. Does oh, Indy have at this point? When I moved, I threw a bunch out, but she's got at least seven piled up. And Oh, okay. That's actually not bad. But they're the expensive kind. I right? counted the other day because we were, same thing, I was cleaning some stuff up. My dog had 19 toys. Well, mine would she easily plays have, with two. Mine easily would have that many if I had not thrown them out when I moved. We spoiled it. Speaking of scared, are you scared at all after what you saw with the Syracuse offense against Liberty? I'm concerned about the offensive line. The offensive line is not in sync yet. They've got injury issues. Sam Heckel, who, by the way, have you heard what Sam Heckel goes through just to get on the football field? Every three weeks. What in the heckle does he go through? I love it. So he actually has one of the rarest blood diseases in the world. Don't ask me to pronounce it. Only like a hundred people in the world have this disease. So every three weeks, he has to get a complete blood transfusion. It takes 18 hours to do. So here's this kid who's, you know, all academic, playing one of the toughest positions in football, and he gets a complete blood transfusion every three weeks. So the next time you're bitching about your allergies, think of Sam Heckle, okay? I don't think you get it. My nose is runny and my throat is itchy. Oh, hold on. I'm getting the ambulance on the line. So anyway, now- Don't tell so, me about your blood transfusions. <laughs> had an upper body injury to what he's going through right now. 
and you have an offensive line that's not in sync. That's not good for a young quarterback who's trying to find his rhythm in the offense. The other thing is, Paulie, that the wide receivers, there was enough injuries in camp that they're not quite synced up with Tommy DeVito yet, but am I concerned overall? No. I think they'll be fine. I'm just trying to figure out how he has the stamina after a full blood transfusion to do anything. Yeah. Can you believe that? Like, I feel like that would suck the life out of you, because my mom used to do dialysis, and that was awful. Yeah. Like, she could barely talk it. He does this once a month, and he's living a, a normal life of a college student. But it's either that or, you know, if they didn't discover this procedure he would go through, he probably would have died when he was like 10 years old. That's how rare this disease is. So he's out there, and he's got Clemson coming in next week, and, and some of these big-time players you got to go out there and go against. My man Sam Heckle's getting it done. He's a lineman, too, so he's got a lot of blood. You know what I've always been confused about? Yeah, there's a ton of blood to, to get in and true out of though? there. <laughs> yeah. Does everybody have the same amount, or does it go by size? Good question. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> Here's what we're going to do. We're not going to Google that. And we're just going to let somebody who's listening to this podcast respond like, on Twitter like, hey, assholes, everybody has the same amount of blood? Or maybe we don't. But I don't like, know. I'm tiny. Do I have the same amount as you? Good question. Don't Google that. I want somebody. I, I got to Google it. No, I want somebody listening to say, listen, you idiots, did you pay attention in biology? She blinded me with science. So we go from college football to the National Football League. NFL starts this week. I'm actually excited about my Bills. I think 8-8 eight and eight sounds pretty good, which they're the Bills. I'll, I'll take that. Preseason champs? Preseason champions, baby. You can literally order the t-shirt, 4-0 in the preseason. What's your Super Bowl pick? What are you thinking? I like the Saints. Okay. Oh, I like the Saints. I like the You're Seahawks. You're thinking about this... Like on the Saints, fly right now. I think Saints Seahawks are going to be the NFC Championship game. I'll go Saints Chiefs. That's a very popular pick, and I could see why you would you would make that pick. I'm going to go a little different in the NFC. I love New Orleans. They have the best quarterback, running back, wide receiver trio in football. Got a tight end now. Got a great tight end. Our friend Latavius Murray, Syracuse. Uh, a, a grad, not or not a grad, but Syracuse native, is now on that team. Very deep, great defense. But I love Philadelphia. Now the big if there is Carson Wentz has to stay healthy. But the Eagles have the best offensive and defensive line in football. If Wentz stays healthy, I mean that guy was an MVP a couple of years ago. Great quarterback. They added Deshaun Jackson in the offseason. I think Philly Saints matchup in the NFC title game. Give me Philly out of the NFC. I can't. I'd, I could be different and give you somebody else out of the AFC. The big question I have with Kansas City is they completely overhauled their defense. Like, new coordinator, new system, new everything. Here's what it comes down to with Kansas City you got to beat New England in November, and you got to beat New England in the playoffs. You can do that. They're in the Super Bowl. I'm going to take the leap of faith. I'm going to put Kansas City back in the Super Bowl. I'm going to say something really crazy. I think this is the year New England falls off. Falls off in terms of don't make the playoffs. Yes, I think they're done. Every time we think that, Michael Myers rises from the grave again. We're going to be right one of these years. <laughs> I just don't know if it's going to be this one. Because who in their division is going to knock them out? It's not the Bills. It's the not Bills. the Dolphins. It's certainly not the tanking <laughs> Miami Dolphins with Ryan Fitzpatrick, at quarterback. 
The Jets, I like what they're doing, what they're building. They're not quite ready to win I think the, the division Jets and yet, Bill though, are, are they? Jets and Bills are better than they have been in the past three years, four years. Right? Either well, one of those teams could be nine and seven and get the wild card. Either one. Bills had Pick that one. weird year. A couple yeah, years they made ago. the playoffs yeah. a couple years ago with Tyrod Taylor quarterback. Yeah, so give me a break. So yeah, I got Kansas City, Philly, and this time the Kansas City Chiefs are triumphant Super Bowl. Champions. Yes, sir. Yes. No. 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 Is there a compelling story in the baseball playoff picture right now? No. What? Could you, could you steal your word. Compelling. Is What's compelling? Any, is there anything to draw you to baseball right now? No. Look, I'm a Red Sox fan, so I'm out. The Twins like, hitting homers? You know what's compelling right now, Polly, is how the Mets can out-Mets themselves. On the same day, the New York Mets blow a 6-1 lead and lose 11-10 in the ninth inning, and their AAA affiliate Syracuse Mets lose a 13-6 lead, having also blown a 6-0 lead in a one-game playoff, and lose 14-13. How bad can the Mets get with three weeks left in the season? That's what's compelling to me. But in terms of the the pennant races, Yankees have their division wrapped up. You mentioned the Twins. They already have the Major League record for single-season home runs, and we've got a few weeks to go, so you keep an eye on that. The Dodgers are rolling in the National League. The Nationals are starting to make a run in the National League. But I throw that back to you. What? To use your word, compelling. There's a lot of interesting things, but what's compelling? No, nothing really compelling. Maybe what's going to draw me away from footballs? The Dodgers are going to be back like yeah. they always are. The Astros, Yankees, the Twins are the only fun one to me, just to see if they can mash their way to the World Series. So what's interesting is baseball is becoming the NBA in a way, and I think you can make a list of five teams that will win the World Series. And more than likely, it's going to happen. Same thing in the NBA, right? You kind of have those four or five teams you think will win it. What's more compelling, though, is that baseball is a three-week run to the title, whereas the NBA takes two months. So that's where the compelling comes in. I still love October baseball, love the playoffs. I'm all in, even though the Red Sox are going to have nothing to do with it this year. But I don't think anything's compelling. Welcome to my world, bro. A useless October. Every the life year, of a Padres fan. 50 years of... Misery. Uh, yes or no, Brent? USA Basketball will win the World Cup this year. I have no idea. I really don't. I mean, Turkey almost took lost, you down. They, they lost to Australia in yep. a preliminary game. This isn't Team USA, though. This is the problem. Like Everybody bailed on this thing this year. If this was like the true U- Team USA that's going to be in Tokyo next year, I'd be more concerned. But you know what happened the other day? Turkey misses, and they've got this weird rule, like you can take like six free throws in a row in international basketball, miss four free throws in a row. Early reminder, kids, that free throws matter. Hashtag copyright Brent Dax. I should really get that t-shirt made. Make some money. Free throws matter? I'm going to write that down. Don't steal my idea. If Syracuse wins a basketball game for from a free throw, you'll sell 30,000 of them to every idiot in the dome. And then I don't have to do this dopey podcast. Should have sold them after Jeremy McNeil hit those free throws against Pitt in 2003. (laughs) Everybody had to come back on the court 14 times. Are those the two biggest free throws in Syracuse? Like, not in history, but that went in. That went in? Yeah. Like the two. No. Billy Owens. Against Georgetown? Billy Owens against Georgetown. 
Pittsburgh's going to be number one, and Jeremy McNeil shoots like of all 22% from the free throw line. Now, the biggest free throws in Syracuse history, of course. D.C. D.C. In the 87 time. Almost Hakeem Warwick, too. Don't forget, he missed some big he free did. throws down the stretch in 2003. And then he completely redeemed himself with a little block shot Wait at the end. Wait a minute, Doc. Uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? All right, Polly, I Googled stuff. I was surprised at this. Do you know what... How can I phrase this? This thing that we use often in the year 2019 first came around in 1969. Think of something you use. A cell phone. No. Think of something you use probably some people every day, but some people a few times a week. Uh, computer? No. The ATM machine. I thought that was, whoa. <laughs> My body just made a weird noise. Uh I thought that was much later. 1969 is the first they, automated teller machine. I don't think that's true. That's like, true. When do you remember ever doing that? Like I thought it was the late 80s. Chemical Bank installed the first ATM machine at Rockville Center, New York in 1969. What'd you put in it? Exactly. Who knew how to use the damn thing? What's this futuristic device over here? This propaganda you have here. I was trying to figure out how credit cards worked back in the 60s the other day. They, like, then they have the clicker thing, like you put it in there and it goes. Yeah, but did they have to call the credit card people and ask them if they had enough money on it? Good question. Like, how the fuck did they know yeah. how much money you had? Think of the scams you could run back then. I wish I lived in the 60s. Paulie, it was this week in 1977 that Ellie Dillon. Who? F- Ellie Dillon, yeah. the first woman DJ on a major U.S. AM radio station. Radio was never the same. Never again. You want to talk about a different era and time we lived in. in. In the description of the article that I read, in the photo, it said Ellie Dillon, 80 pounds, becomes the first woman DJ yeah, nobody wants in the United States. That's shocking, too, because nobody is skinny in radio anymore. That, too. Two shocking stories right there. But why are they putting her weight in there? Because they want guys to know what they're listening to. (laughs) Some skinny little... She was cute. Cutie. We talked last week about Dave Chappelle and how much that was, air quotes, controversial or not. It was this week in 1983, Eddie Murphy's Delirious debuted on HBO. Awesome. Remember those suits he used to wear back in the day? Yeah. I could pull that off. Paulie, is this week in 1984, a terrific show that I used to watch all the time. You ever uh, check out the George Michael Sports Machine back yes. in the day? Did you, uh, Seth Goldberg, Buckshot Goldberg, if we're trying to get that to stick, by the way. Why are we getting that to stick? I don't know. Just calling him Buckshot okay. Goldberg is funny. Noted. Uh, his dad was a producer on that show. Get out of here. Oh, yeah. wait. I think he did tell me this before. That's right. I just remember the big old old school tape machine that was in there. Yeah, and he would hit the button and play the highlights. Play the highlights, and it was Sunday nights, and it was like relevant. Midnight. And you waited for it. Yeah, it and was, then Sports Center came around, and it, it. But it still lasted a while, even yeah. after ESPN and Sports Center came around. A low. It, it was basically this: either you had cable or you didn't, because the George Michael Sports Machine aired on a lot of local affiliates. But if you had ESPN, who's this George Michael guy? Eliza showing me five-day-old highlights. I will cut this story if Seth Goldberg doesn't confirm it, but he got the George Michael that his dad worked for, and 
the George Michael that sang in Wham Confused. And when George Michael, the singer, came out of the closet, he went to his dad thinking it was the George Michael who did the sports machine. I would have loved to have seen the George Michael from Wham do the George Michael sports machine show. How cool would that have been? Oh, you just got to have faith that things like that will happen. Wake me up when that show's on. Before you go, go. Polly, it was this week in 1987 that Michael Jackson's Bad debuted. Nice. That album had five number one songs. Can you name them? Oh, man. Uh, it only had five? Five. Bad? Yep. Dirty Diana? Two, that's two. Oh, fuck. You're going you're gonna to hate yourself. Black and white? No. I feel so smart. I'm like man Trebek. Man in the Mirror? Man in the Mirror is number three. Uh, I'm so smarmy like Trebek when I've got the answers right in front of me here. How do you not know that? Jesus Christ. You got three. One of them's not that obvious, but another one is. Man in the Mirror. The Way You Make Me Feel. Oh, that's a good one. Try and get the fifth one, though. It's not... I, I was surprised Dirty this song... Dirty Diana was the final number one single off that album, so I right. don't know what the hell... So this, the fifth choice here that you haven't got yet, I didn't think it was on bad. I thought this was much earlier, Michael Jackson, if you want a hint. I just can't stop well, loving you. Oh, good one. That is a good one. Random TV listing of the week, Paul. You ready? Oh, fuck. All-Star Pyramid. Can you stop? Hosted <laughs> by Dick Clark. Tony Danza... From Taxi and Susan Richardson from Eight is Enough take on newcomers Oliver Barash, Tommy Lauren, Dana Hollander, and Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe's television debut. All right, I, I am going to give you a choice this week for our $5 bet. Okay. You ready for this? Sure. You can either pick the top five video rentals this week in 1989 or the top five television shows this week in 1984. Which one would you like? <sighs> now, remember the $5 bet, everybody. Paulie gets three guesses. He gets one on my list of five. He gets $5. I'll do TV shows 1984. Okay. Alex. Take a gander. Dallas. Incorrect. Hill Street Blues. Incorrect. Falcon Crest. That's incorrect. Bonus guess. I'll give it to you. you Magnum P.I. Nah, you said it before the hint. Way to go, dickhead. Uh, these are the top five shows this Was week that right? in 1984. That is incorrect. What? Remi <laughs> you hate it when I bring it up, but then you get mad when you don't get one. Number five is Remington Steel. Uh, loved it. Number four, just 60 minutes. Number three, Riptide. Do you remember Riptide? So show on NBC. No. And the top two was that shows about a this helicopter? week. No, that was Airwolf. No, that was Airwolf. What the fuck was Riptide? I have no idea. I didn't even look it up. Another thing we could Google. I gotta Google. Hold on. I haven't Googled. Google it. break. Riptide TV show. While you're Googling that, the hint I was gonna give you was the top two shows were the Olympics on ABC and an Olympic themed show called A Glory. The LA went uh, the LA Summer Olympics were going on at this time. Riptide, private investigators. Why do I? Who is in this? 
84 to 86, NBC. It's an American TV detective series that ran on from January 84 to August of 86. I'm looking at the cast list. I don't recognize one name on there. They're, uh, who decided to open their detective agency on a pier. The Why pier was it 50- called Riptide, though? Because it was Pier 56 Detective Agency, later known as the Riptide Detective Agency. Ah, so it was on the beach. Detectives on the beach. Sounds enthralling. Oh, oh! Murray's Robot, which unlike uh, blah, 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 Nick's aging Strosky S58T helicopter was part of the series. There was a helicopter I in the show. Smart. Holy shit. So wait, was Airwolf on a different network and this was like Airwolf, their, their, they just, their ripoff of Airwolf? No, they just had Airwolf. They just had a helicopter that they flew around and Airwolf was based on, the, the whole series was based around the helicopter, if that makes sense. So Riptide at the beach, was this the precursor to Baywatch? And they just decided to put a whole bunch of hot babes and tight... Swimming suits to up the ante? I don't think I've ever watched an episode of Riptide, but I somehow remember them having a helicopter. (laughs) Yeah, you can't remember what time we're supposed to do this podcast. The way your brain works is fascinating.